This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. What's really, what's really motherfucking good, Kristen Heimer? The Lord, the Lord, the Lord's day. Um, the world has come to a halt as you all haul your fat asses to the movie theaters to put pe- <laughs> peanut M and M's in your popcorn and watch nine hours of movies uh, this weekend because you have no life. Um, Jason has returned <laughs> back to his warm cocoon of Los Angeles, his AMC, if you will. Yeah. Um, and h- how are you? How are you feeling? I mean, I'm feeling it as well. Obviously, I live in Glendale, home of the Americana, which is a landmark AMC theater. That's <laughs> where a lot of the kind of after. I mean, but I mean, it, we joke, but after um, the ArcLight closed down, it, it's sort of like where the the cool industry cinephile types go to nowadays you know yeah those are thank you for telling me that because those are the people i'm trying to avoid <laughs> um so that's good to know so i can only go there to eat i can't go to the i can't even walk near the cinema luckily dentai fung has its own entrance you know <laughs> on brand boulevard it's uh yeah it's it's where the the industry elite go to rub elbows with la's mouth breathers as well it's a it's a it's a melting pot and the pot is melting cheese only (laughs) nacho nacho cheese nacho but yeah i was even i was i was unable to avoid it as well last night we had um we had kind of like a a wedding party for carolyn's side of the family a lot of people flew in so you're saying uh, this you're saying this nightmare still isn't over yet but i didn't have to go to this one that's right you did not have to go to this one this was uh white's not welcome kind of did you 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 mentioned for us by us on the last episode a little (laughs) bit like that but we did get to eat white people food but all that is to say (laughs) even at this celebration of of life and love that uh you know two people were were joining a bond of eternal love and of course the only like the main subject that people talking point that people said was like i heard we're gonna do 155 opening you know for the three day 155 for the three day i don't know i mean i think that's crazy you know and i'm like when did people start talking about the three day i know that no none of you people work in this this movie and the marketing behind it and this is something i've been struggling with all weekend as you can imagine jason but the fact that it's interrupting it's kind of impeding on your you know your your Ken, <laughs> Carolyn is is you know Barbie. Yeah, uh, they probably have they probably have a representative Barbie at this point. You know, they actually don't have a Latinx Barbie, which I think is funny. That that's very. They don't funny. have an they don't have an Edgar S. <laughs> Ed, Edgarina. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I I think that the I was I was gonna see Barbie. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna see this movie. It, it's you know I feel like I've heard a lot about it. Chris said, "I'll buy it." What's this all about, right? People, uh, people I know are in it. It's a big, you know, it's a big cultural moment. And once again, Jason, I have been talked out of it by the absolute lunatics on the internet who are kind of intellectualizing it and overthinking it and talking it to death, mixed with mm. the people dressing up in pink and kind of making it this event. And mm. I, and then also on top of that, which we'll get into. Is Greta Gerwig a sellout? Is Greta Gerwig a scab? You know, all of this discussion is is it's turned it's turned it into a more of a problem th- than anything else. So I'm now saying I'm not ever going to see it. Right, truly uh, an allegory for today's political system. Right, you know, I don't want to I don't want to choose either path. I don't want to do <laughs> I don't want to wear pink Veja shoes with my fat girls, and I don't want. <laughs> I don't want to engage in discourse on Twitter about how it's like the matriarchy, but reversed. But it's not the patriarchy. So some of some of these some of these tweets that I've seen are are truly like, what language is this in? Like, did you is this? Did you where did you find these words to put together? And what is the point you're trying to make? <laughs> like, it's a movie. Of, I mean, I'm sure it has deeper implications. You know, I'm sure there's there's a message that's trying to be you know uh, served 
to to the viewer, mm-hmm. but also like sure. also like shut up. I don't know. Listen to a Sam, <laughs> listen to a Sam Smith song and go, and vape. I don't I don't know what to tell you. No, well, don't don't do that. You can listen. There's lots of uh, listen to Ice Spice featuring Nicki Minaj. Okay, you know what I mean. Don't you don't have to listen to Sam Smith, but yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, and I think that they are uh, they kind of you you would think that the Mattel Corporation hired somebody from Twitter to do like like we need to make sure that we get like the the useless media types chatting about this. What's our angle? Because we already have everyone else in the world. You know, like they're spending their hard earned money going to a movie theater and instead of like watching a movie they want to see they're going to see this with like a, a pen and a pad so they could write down <laughs> yes. the receipts yeah, yeah. of you know when they violated certain just vi- you know just ideas but i think this is what it is and this is great for big corporations and all of the other people that are making a fortune off of this movie is that you know all of this um insane behavior um is only uh getting people to spend more money but but the, i think the real thing is like everything else in our world now and we're not immune to this either um people are rushing to see this because they merely want to talk about it like i don't know if they really care about the movie i don't know if they really care about <laughs> the, the discussion around it but i think it's just a race to say i've seen it and this is what i think about it and it it doesn't it doesn't matter if you understand it it doesn't matter if you like it or don't like it you just have to participate uh, and, and so it doesn't even matter if you're able to come to the table at at brunch with succinct points and takes on it it's just no, like oh you didn't watch no. it well your uh your paperless post has been you've been disinvited <laughs> from from this weekend's brunch because if we don't talk about yeah. how dope the marketing campaign was yeah what are we going to discuss? But but Gosling, it was actually he was actually amazing. I think this is one of his best films. Yeah, I think it's. I think <laughs> I think that's the thing. A I lot think, of people don't remember he can sing. Yeah, I think it's like yeah, exactly. Not well, but I, I, <laughs> sound comes out of his don't, hot mouth. Don't don't come for Dead Man's Bones like that, bro. Classic. Um, but no, I think the the I think that that's what we've that's what where we are in a, in society is that like everything like this that takes over the discourse everyone is rushing to just comment it doesn't there's no other reason to see it like i guess at this one because there's a visual element so it's like you dress up in pink and take a picture of the theater with your girlies Mm -hmm. so there's that element but overall it's the same shit it's just like people are rushing like like i was saying before where it's it's you know us media types you know we we got convinced into seeing it like i am going to go to a movie theater and pay for parking and popcorn and a drink and two movie tickets because i will be able to talk about it on my podcast and i don't have any desire to see it i love hari i love you know a couple other people in the movie even though hari there is a dj set i heard and i was consulted without <laughs> being consulted you know Okay, so you're saying first Alesso, no this. So you 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 and Hari blasted 100 cigs and DJed together in your apartment, and you're saying that this might have been <laughs> some low key training for the for the Barbie DJ Olympics. Is that what you're saying? Uh, you know, it was it was like a mock training session. Maybe I haven't seen the film, so I don't know the extent. Did of you do her were you guys, DJ work? Were you guys doing it kind of like putt putt style, where you're you're behind her, kind of your hands over her hands? You know, like it's been so long <laughs> since we since we shot those scenes i don't even remember to be honest (laughs) you know actually like even though the movie just came out this weekend they have actually been working on it for if not years before that it takes a lot of like moving pieces to get it going yeah movies movies are pretty hard to make from what i hear but but what we were talking earlier a little bit in, in the group chat about how like i think when i was thinking about it more deeply mm-hmm. this morning in preparation for talking to you yeah i thought about how going to the movies sucks and it's always sucked but Mm-mm. now it's such a foreign concept for me that i don't know if i could even do it like i don't even know like it's not even about the money it's just i don't need to be around other people in that kind of environment but i think that's that's the draw for a lot of people yeah is that like you have but but do you really want to share an experience with people you don't know who pro- who suck and they're throwing you know they're throwing <laughs> M and M's at the screen? Well, it it depends on the film. It depends on the crowd. But I I mean I I think when when I watch old episodes of Seinfeld, for example, sure that is that is of a time where it's like okay, it's the middle of the week, it's a Wednesday. Let's just go see a movie for something to do because 
you build a whole night around it. It's yeah. fun, and you you were able to see, you know, intellectual art house films or just comedies or anything. It doesn't have to be like a movie that equates to going to a, a Disneyland or a theme park. Those are the only you know like a, a rock and roll, Fast and Furious, Mission Impossible kind of shit. Like you could just go see rochelle rochelle and then get a cup of coffee and a piece of pie and discuss it for three hours Damn, and learn a Jason lot about people and fall in love with someone based on their opinions on a beautiful film or the reasons why they hated it and like oh i'm glad that person stuck up for themselves to say i hate this movie you know like there's it, it's like a key into you know it, uh, it's like the social grease of drinking but without without the, the calories well i think now, yeah and now people go to the movies and then they go out afterwards to chipotle and they sit there with their heads down and text <laughs> on their phones about the movie to people they didn't see it with um or pe- maybe even people they don't know for god's sake no, they, they they go they only go to the theaters because their kids want to go to the movie theater and if their kid goes to the movie theater they'll shut the fuck up for like an hour and 45 minutes and it's worth it for that transaction but you know it's just streaming made it too easy why would you want to leave there's no reason there's no why would you there really leave? is no reason to see a movie in the theaters unless it's a, a a rock and roll roller coaster ride cinematic experience IMAX laser 3D you know all that shit well i only see movie i only i only see 70 millimeter prints <laughs> so i don't i, I kind of get it like i only go to new beverly um you know Quentin's place over there. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, and Q? I just, you know, that's kind Q's of... Q's Q. Yeah, that, yeah Q's, Q's, Q's spot over on Beverly. Um, I just... That's my favorite thing about about film. And I, people are like this about music too, for sure. But like when I drive by New Beverly, it literally looks like a if if you drew a, a hundred people that worked at a comic book store with your eyes closed mm-hmm. is like literally what the line looks like every single time. And I'm like, this is just not something I want to be a part of. But that is also leads me into the other thing that's going on where they're they're coming for Greta calling her a sellout mm-hmm. you know for making this big studio film that's obviously like based on a, a, a toy and you know blah 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 and I was just I don't think of I just don't like music when it's quote unquote indie it like comes from like a scene and it comes there's like labels involved it just seems like a more structured thing when you're trying to make a movie you need a lot of money and if you can't get that money then it's indie that's my that is that is that <laughs> well wrong e- even when it's say? indie you still need hundreds of thousands of dollars from a I mean. rich person who's willing to throw it all away under the guise that we're probably you know it's like yeah in order to open a restaurant like you could be this indie thigh tatted you know, whatever, you know, the most fucking crazy twisted person of all time, you still got to come up with $900,000 somewhere, you know, and that's going to come from a rich person who is okay with not getting $900,000. Yeah, this is every movie is mission Chinese. Um, And I, 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 you know, I I get that. But no, I guess it's just like, I, I just don't think that like, I just thought we were done with with sellout stuff, and I guess I only think about it in in music terms because that's what I'm more interested in. But I was like, it's so interesting that Greta Gerwig has made, you know, whatever eight films that you guys all fucking love and jerk off to, <laughs> and then she makes one that's big, and then now it's I, I just don't like Little Women was okay, but this isn't like it's is it that different really? You know what I mean when when it comes down to it? Like I just think it's a I just think people are looking for any reason now. Little Women, a, a more uh, commercial, popular storyline than Barbie. Barbie didn't even have a story, I guess, except she had smoothed over <laughs> genitals, just like Kenneth. That's kind That's of, kind uh, of the, the kicking off point. But but it, it's it's as if it's as if um, Greta has sort of been projecting these visuals on a freeway underpass for the last yeah, 10 yeah, years exactly yeah this is you yeah, know living yeah, living yeah. with rats uh, you know and and hand stitching and hand taping the eight millimeter film together by candlelight yeah and now like, she finally you know yeah greta gerwig has been has been doing coke off of a yacht in can for the last 10 years Hey there, overwhelmed foodies. Are you drowning in a sea of meal kit options, feeling like you're in a bad dating game where every contestant looks the same? Fear not, because amidst the chaos, there's one shining star worth your culinary affection. Home Chef is not just another fish in the meal kit sea. They're the gourmet catch that you've been dreaming of. Say goodbye to swiping left on lackluster meals and swipe right for the one brand that will make your taste buds swoon. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef design recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify your cooking experience. Whether you prefer classic meal kits with pre-portioned ingredients, 
and easy instructions. Speedy recipes ready in less than 30 minutes. Oven ready kits with pre-chopped ingredients. I like to chop myself. Or quick microwave meals that are assembled in minutes. Home Chef has you and your entire family covered for delicious meals, witty options per week, and serves a variety of dietary needs so you don't have to worry about what to make ahead of time. I'm keto now. Not only is it convenient, but it is also economical. Home Chef customers save an average of $86 per month on groceries. Mamma mia. For a limited time, Home Chef is offering my listeners, our listeners, 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box and free dessert faux life at homechef.com slash how long. That's homechef.com slash how long for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash how long must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. <laughs> how Long Gone is brought to you by Nutrafol. As you know, you know, hair thinning is quite complicated. Like your skin, hair is a reflection of your health. Uh-oh. And internal factors can impact the way your hair looks, feels, and most importantly, grows. Nutrafol's whole body approach multi-targets underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker, stronger hair. Go ahead, give it a tug. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth suppy with over 1 million people seeking thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with considerably less shedding. Thank God. Take the first step <laughs> to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time. Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code how long? All one word. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists and professional stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L. I got RAF on the nut. <laughs> Dot com promo code how long. That's Nutrafol.com <laughs> promo code how long. That you're right though. It's like she's been making money, living in a beautiful, uh, you know, six-story brownstone in Bedsty with Noah Baumbach and their beautiful children that are named, you know, after neutral milk hotel songs. And I think that that I, I think that that's cool for her. I just don't. I just can't. If you like, I guess what I'm saying is, if you like someone and you appreciate their work, why would you not want to see them succeed on a larger level? Because you build your identity and life around. Great Greta Gerwig and the art that she creates and then when your special little thing gets taken away into the mainstream it's no longer your identity and now you have to look in the mirror and figure something else out sure it's just like when you when your favorite indie get indie band gets signed it's like when cartel gets signed to a major and they're on MTV band in a bubble and you're like well now that my seven-year-old cousin is uh, the biggest fan of my favorite band I have to start looking elsewhere I have to start listening to anal cunt. Did you not? Yeah, exactly. I, I'm putting on my ass suck seven inch now. These guys suck. <laughs> um, I, no, I know. I think it's really, I think it's, I, you're absolutely right. And that's a time honored tradition. But I guess I just don't, I, I have a tough time with, I just don't ever think of, of films as indie because of the way it all has to work. Obviously they are. And I know what that means, but just, do you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, it's yeah, just like sure, a very, sure, it seems sure. like a, such a very different thing. Like you can't make a movie in your bedroom. With a four track, you can't. There's no Elliot Smith of movies, you know. Like <laughs> there, there's a there's a couple, you know, short films or like things that are shot on iPhones that end up getting sure, sure, sure. You know, little releases, but those are so few and far between. You know, I just I just think Greta Gerwig is not. If I, I'm always, I guess, and maybe this comes with age, but it's like if anybody signs to a major, anybody has success, and I've been a fan of them for a long time. I'm happy for them. It's like when I see my favorite influencers get the Fatty Fifteen deal. You know, I'm happy for them. I'm happy to see them getting money. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's a good way to put it. When you when you see, you know, like Eugene, who was on our podcast a while ago, who's like an independent film director, and he's done tons of indie films. If that fucking freak show hit it big and suddenly had like millions of dollars, I would be like, this is sick as hell. He's going to like do funny, crazy, yeah, weird shit no one. with this money <laughs> yeah, now. I want to see, you know, yeah. it's like... There uh, I think about this with with Tim Dillon all the time. Like whatever you want to say about him and his political views or whatever, I people like him and I like him because he's an example of somebody who's like, I'm going to get rich and I'm going to do funny stuff with the money. Yes, yeah. I'm going to do. I'm just going to like spend money in a way that's entertaining to the young version of me, and I want to see 
these freak shows, these independent creators yeah. get a giant bag and do, you know, it's like, you know, watching Arca. Yeah, no, dude. Arca's you're, rise. Yeah, it's like, it's you're a like Arca makes like a million dollars a year now. <laughs> That's sick. And Arca is going to do crazy shit with that money versus like, yeah, yeah, I got my deal and I'm, we bought a house. Yeah, it's like, I, oh, it's you, going okay. good. So you renovated the Hamptons house? Arca is going to like install like some type of moth wings into her body through osmosis or something like that. Yeah, no, you're right. I think the only bad example of this is Grimes. I think Grimes is the one where it went bad, but everybody else, I totally agree. Like if Eugene got a hundred million, if you, you know, if Eugene got $30 million to make a movie for a studio, that movie is going to be cool. Like that is that yeah. the world might, might need that, you know, it won't be commercially viable in any way, but that's from okay. An artistic standpoint, I would love. I would. That's be okay. Sopping that up with a biscuit. That's that's okay. But I yeah. yeah Grimes, I Grimes. Maybe that's why people don't like Grimes anymore. I mean, besides having a kid with Elon Musk, but nobody wants to see how Grimes spends her money. No, it's 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 too it's too it's too uncool and also not relatable. Mm -hmm. Like being really rich is not relatable. But if you do stuff like Tim Dillon, where you like just like you know give it away or spend it like frivolously frivolously and it's funny and it's entertaining for everyone but grimes is is just you know it's not entertaining it's just boring yeah you want you want somebody to be like hey i don't have like a billion dollars but i have enough to buy like a bentley from 2015 <laughs> i bought a bentley for like eighty thousand dollars and like i make good money so i can afford it versus like i bought another sword today yeah no, dude, exactly 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 <laughs> i had my ears clipped at the plastic surgeon so i look like spock for a hundred thousand it just doesn't no it just doesn't it, do, it doesn't it's not fun it's not relatable but i mean i killed another horse today yeah, exactly but the greta she also now you i didn't really know this but apparently um and and i don't want to get into the weeds of the sag aftra uh you know mm -hmm. the, the strike and what's going on obviously because we're not experts but but it sounds like greta might have sort of entered a gray area as far as scabbing goes by kind of she came out at a screening at the uh <laughs> at the the quote unquote and i use this very seriously cool theater alamo draft house where you can get an ipa after you fucking park your subaru mm -hmm. um <laughs> That she she, <laughs> she came out and like spoke to the audience right. afterwards correct that's yeah there's like videos of her and she came out people do it all the time for premiere weekend when like hey i was actually a little in the surprise brad pitt was watching this movie the whole freaking time and you come out ask a couple questions q a blah 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 so it's it's a gray area whether or not that would be considered promotion for a film because she was not like filming it herself if she was just talking in public where her movie happened to be playing but I, I don't. I would. I don't think I would consider that promotion because. Oh well, you know, I bet. I bet some of these. <laughs> I bet some of these fucking blue-haired Paramount haters do. I bet she is. I bet there are some people that are upset about this. All the people who called the tree police. But it's yeah. But it's it's it is funny though that she. I mean, I, I think it's like a. Uh, obviously, it must crush her to this be the biggest thing in your life, and you can't really do anything about it. Obviously, it's going to be financially successful. You're you're kind of good for life as far as like being able to make movies at big studios that you want to make. But yeah, I feel like, like on the scale of people who are violating these laws and rules and everything, I think Greta is is the last person one needs to worry about in terms of you know not being a, a good hearted person yeah who cares about the rights of of uh, you know people who are trying to make a living doing what they love to do no you're, you're right and i, I think agree. she's gonna this is her biggest film of of her life most likely well it's going to make billions of dollars and it's going to be celebrated for decades to come people are going to remember that more than they remember the strike hopefully if everything well, let's works not out. For, so let's like, not forget also jason let this, let this person take a little bow really i quick, just think i think jason what you're also not considering is kind of the way that she has given a platform to kind of, uh, you know, people we don't usually get to see on screen. Some of the, you know what I mean? Like the, the under, you know, mm. people like, you know, like someone like Ryan Gosling, someone like <laughs> Margot Robbie. These are, I mean, these are actors that needed a break, you know, and she was able to kind of put them 
front and you know, center. I didn't and think of it that way, but yeah, you're right. I know, I know, and it's I, I want to put that out there. I want to put that out there because that's that's kind of where her indie roots show. <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> one for you, one for them, brother. Exactly. I mean, I'm still not going to see the movie, but I'll, I'll wait for your review in six months when it's when it's in Delta in, on the Delta in flight entertainment. Let the dust settle. Yeah, I don't really have any plans of seeing it anytime soon um but maybe you know maybe we're in when we're in london or something like that we'll uh what is the so how does the theater after a week uptown and your with your new life how does it feel to be back in glendale your old life god i can't i i don't want to leave man i i i truly am home hive so you're saying that you just stayed in a thousand dollar a night hotel suite in a in a legendary property mm-hmm. you were ordering you were ordering beer from room service you were spending money like it was going out of style mm-hmm. you were walking around in a robe smoking cigarettes mm-hmm. and you're saying that you would rather be home picking up dog shit uh over in glendale well when you put it that way it's not the exact <laughs> it's not a a b comp but you know regard regardless of how i mean and, and staying at the the carlisle was amazing shout out to tony uh, my hotel manager thank you for your business card i'll be hitting you up soon home is home home well there's that but i mean just you know we're 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 habitual folks with the next we need i I need my pour over i need my gym i need my this i need my that for sure life is okay without it but after a while no i I, I mean to me the main main issue is like when i'm at home i'm i'm able to fill my day and entertain myself with healthier things and when i'm in new york every single restaurant is we're having martinis and burgers and fries and martinis and burgers and fries and you actually have to try so like after a week of that of like having <laughs> Dude, martinis on a tuesday it's, it's, ex- it's ex- and having a burger and fries because i don't want to eat anything else on this goofy ass menu it just <laughs> Dude, it's, it it's does exhausting. a number on your body and you're i mean i don't even know how you're feeling as somebody who cannot eat a burger and fries or martinis what you must be going i'm through. actually i'm i'm actually I, I we went to elio's uptown last night which is like a classic italian place on like 80 85th and second avenue and it's it's great it was it was really good but i was as i was sitting there i was like i can't go to another restaurant like this for a while mm-hmm. I, I i need i need like a break from from this shit i need to go to i need to get back to la hit backyard bowls and be reborn because I can't see another, yeah. I can't see another. We went to the new restaurant that you have uh, to repent, man. We we went to the new restaurant that replaced the Mercer Mercer Kitchen. Oh yeah, I forgot it closed. They didn't do anything to the interior. It's kind of weird. It's like vibeless. Um, but we're in there, and I'm just I'm and the food's fine. It's like a little olive forward for me, which I would like to discuss. <laughs> but the you know overall, I was just like I don't I don't need to do this. I could, I'd re- I want to go to Sweet Green. Like I'm desperate for a place that mm-hmm. doesn't serve alcohol or French fries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it's crazy in New York. The only other option it's either that or an omakase sushi that's run like the fucking Marines, where <laughs> <laughs> they start hitting you with a stick if you're there past six oh one. I'm ex- I'm exhausted. I can't wait to to get some you know some of my f- classic chris favorites in toronto you know I'm, I'm hitting buka with with drew night one to get that to get that uh carpaccio you already oh, know oh wait is that where we went with him last time yeah that yeah oh that branzino tableside branzino carpaccio i think about it and i'm not even like a carpaccio head you know what i mean but like i i'm i'm excited to i just need some variety in my life right now a month straight in new york city has taken its toll on my mental i have mm. to say Jason. and also i just wanted to take a moment to be proud of myself for finding a way not you uh just just the younger <laughs> my if, if my younger self knew that my older self would be finding a way to complain about too much omakase sushi <laughs> i would have been able to sleep much better knowing that things were going to end up being at least halfway okay i wasn't going to be in jail or nothing you know yeah no i, I get that i get that i, I yeah it feels good the way that restaurants are going these days it really is like that the menus are all the same everywhere it's kind of shocking like i didn't realize i, I guess i eat out so much and i think that everyone all new restaurants are trying to just emulate old restaurants <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So it becomes because that's what's popular now. So it really does. Like every song and every movie and every TV show and every clothing item. Yeah, I just didn't know it was going to hit restaurants. I thought food was the last bastion of creativity. You know, I thought that's where people were going to innovate. I thought this was what I thought we'd been nomified, bro. And apparently. (laughs) Well, we have, but the problem is all all of those interesting nomified 
innovative, thoughtful restaurants are like pop-ups in someone's backyard. That's true. And yeah, that's any true. any dining room with with ambiance and a professional staff, they have a lot of that stuff where like we have all these specials and we have this thing and chef is going to do this and we're trying this out and we have a birria taco and a smack, you know, like yeah, yeah, and and the chances of that food being good for that price, it's just not, you know, the, the cost to yeah. risk analysis makes no sense to anyone. Like yeah. I know that I can go to the sunset tower or the bungalows or any of these, you know, I we went to polo bar in New York. Like I'm sure the, the chicken or the fish or the whatever is a fine dish, but I'm, it, it's impossible to compete with a $30 burger and fries that you know is going to be good. Yeah. When, you know, when, when that's going up against the, the $78 <laughs> Dover sole for two. And you're like, this could be stupid. It's a, it's, I and see. then I've okay. just wasted all this money and I don't want it. So it's a risk. So all the options are there, but nobody wants to take them because what, you know, that's why I only drink martinis and have burgers and French fries at these restaurants now, because you know, it's just, harder to fuck up it's i don't want to spend 186 dollars on a dry age tomahawk <laughs> if the fucking goofy in the back cooks it wrong then it's like all right cool i just spent sure i spent your fucking rent on my plate and i'm not even a happy boy yeah that's i mean no i i, I understand that i i think it's uh, it's it's getting yeah i mean and it's I, I see no signs of slowing i think this is where we're at because restaurants it used to be you order a steak that costs that much money and if they do it wrong the chef makes it again until it's right. And now when they do it wrong, they're like, sorry, dude. That's just like what it is. <laughs> and you're like, all right, cool. Never coming back here. Be but it's also like, sorry, dude, that's it. That is what it is. Because if we don't charge you money for this, we're we going to go out of business. Give, yeah, 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 we're yeah, going yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. Our margins are so, yeah, you know, they're hanging on by a hair. So like you know this is why i just cook at home yeah this is why i like go macro um but yeah i, th I think that i think that this is yeah <laughs> this is why i enjoy hello fresh the no no end in sight but yeah it's going to be nice to go to toronto and go to london and in copenhagen stockholm and, and and see some different things and eat some different food i feel like i don't know why i just yeah i'm looking I'm forward to hit to hitting copenhagen and having a lot of uh gq style husband meals you know what i mean just a collection of <laughs> small items on my plate <laughs> <laughs> you want some cold fish with some rye bread in the morning nothing sounds better than that yeah I, I, nothing I, sounds better I, than I, that. I never thought that the the marketing and rebranding of girl meal and husband meal would be a thing where like popeyes has a girl have you seen the popeyes girl meal oh yeah i've seen it jason i tried to forget <laughs> but thank you for reminding me you, why don't you it's it's the same thing as when you know like whoever who who are the people that have mcdonald's meals beyond travis scott there's a there's like a saweetie meal travis scott travis scott saweetie um i don't there's there's been a couple others there's been a couple, i mean i guess well, grimace any any of those where <laughs> it's like hey here is the here is the saweetie meal at mcdonald's and you're like what is it and like burger fries and a drink and you're like okay well i guess that's the thing and now and popeyes like we have the popeyes girl meal here and it's just popeye's food like it's never anything different it's just like instead of yeah. having the fries in a cup we like threw the fries all on the table and you eat it or maybe there's a, like maybe there's a different instead. sauce you know involved somewhere to to really switch up the flavors i don't think so no but i I I, so. I I don't the girl meal the husband meal i mean this goes back to me you know if i'm eating pizza um i only want to do it alone obviously i don't want anyone to see that mm -hmm. um and i i kind of stick to that pretty pretty seriously um so i understand i feel like the, i do i do veer into husband meal from time to time i've left to my own devices <laughs> to, to me the husband meal feels just like hey i'm a husband and i like eating this one type of food and my wife doesn't like it so when my wife leaves town or goes out to dinner with her friends i eat the meal that she doesn't like yeah and that, to me that sounds like a nice considerate good thing to do <laughs> i like right? that Is, doesn't I, that seem like a nice thing to do well i agree well something that happens in new york that maybe doesn't happen other places is is you can be at home with your sig other and order two different things that's the beauty of new york living oh you know what i mean so, you know so you both so you're kind of like look like uh, you know, uh, it's not ideal, um, and some people in my life might not like that very much. But I think it's a great <laughs> option 
for everybody kind of getting what they want. But the but I think you're right about the husband meal. I think it is just like my chick don't like hot wings and I do, so I'm gonna order. A, a, you know a dozen flats from Wingstop and get delivered on a Tuesday and watch NBA Summer League while she's you know at a bachelorette party in Charleston it, it kind of boils down to are, are men or women more willing to force their partner to do something against their will you know like go to women a, go women <laughs> women 100% women to go to eat at a restaurant you know I, I feel like we all make compromises and sacrifices in our relationships of course but i think at some point you know it, it could be you know the, the male or the the stereotypical guy in the relationship it's like a happy wife happy life thing like i would rather eat food that i don't like than have my partner bro be upset 100 percent, dude are you kidding me yeah which is not healthy which is not healthy. Yeah, but who cares? I mean, you know, there's, there's, you know, I, I don't <laughs> know if therapist. I, I don't know if anybody that listens to this podcast eats three meals a day, but there are there are three meals a day. <laughs> there, there's that opportunity every day, and you know, if you got to take an L for lunch once a week, fuck it. You know, it's not that big of a deal. It's yeah. not that big of a deal. It, it, you know, I'm not. I don't care about food enough to to look at that as tragique. That's just another. That's another day in the life. That's another hump I got to get over. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm I'm I feel lucky and grateful that my partner has her her girl meals and she'll do that without me when i'm out of town you know there's like restaurants that she really loves that i'm not really into that much um like all of them <laughs> no like, like a good example is there's a there's a taco place here called guisados yeah it's like a, a taco chain there's there's like five or six of them they make these kind of stewed tacos on a on a thick corn tortilla. Yeah, I, I I don't love it either. I mean, I've gone a couple times, but go ahead. They're f they're fine and they're they're good. I don't mind eating it, but the only thing on the menu are just tacos, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. And whenever I eat Mexican food specifically, I like to have a little variation. Same. You know, I like same. to have some options going on. Just having tacos only. I agree. You know, I, I can't have a burger without fries. You know, I can't have a, a, a pizza without a little with a little salad before or something like that. So I just don't like going there that much. And and uh, and she never forces me to go. And when I go out of town, she'll go. And that's it. That's just that's just consideration. That's nice. But, I mean, no, that is nice. I mean, I wish that. I really wish that place had chips and guacamole. It seems so weird to me. Leaving money on the table. But is that something that is like? Is that something that's that's like? like a serious stand for like taco culture that i don't i don't no. understand it's no, just no. like we don't want to do this because it's annoying i have no idea why they do it to be honest if anyone has an answer let me know chips that's a great markup i Cost did nothing no I, I really don't understand it because I, I remember going there the first time people were like it's so good it's so good i'm like all right so i got basically i think there's one option for me taco wise i'm like you ain't got no you ain't got no chips and guacamole. you can get a you can get a quesadilla you don't got any funky corn or anything for me nothing <laughs> no, no. and the, it, i i just yeah i'm all set that i totally agree with you on that place like it tastes good but i, I would never go speaking there speaking of corn i was in new york and i saw a, a, a man eating raw corn on the cob on the street how long gone is brought to you by our dear friends at BetterHelp, Jason. BetterHelp. You know, the summer travel season is coming up. Luckily, my BetterHelp therapist also fancies themselves a bit of a travel agent. So for maybe the first half of our sweet sessions, we were spent off, obviously off clock going through, you know, hotels, ferries, <laughs> car rentals, restaurant recommendations. It's as if I have two wives. I have two wives inside of me, and uh, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, so uh, it, it is a fun way to find and connect different therapists. You get one that you really like. You guys are gossiping. You guys are chit chatting. You guys are talking about your personal interests. Next thing you know, it's time to actually do the work. So it feels good building those uh, mental health relationships with people you actually like. And on BetterHelp, there are. So many different therapists to choose from. I don't like anyone. If you're thinking of starting <laughs> therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash how long today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash how long. Nice. Career World is a new cookbook written by Dookie Hong and friend of the show, Matt Rodbard. 
The New York Times best-selling authors of the book Koreatown. Korea World is a vibrant exploration of the evolution of Korean cuisine, both in Korea and in Korea towns across the United States, with more than 75 bold, flavor-packed recipes and stunning photography. The authors take an inside look at the exciting evolution of Korean food through stories of chefs, home cooks, as well as recipes that are shaping modern Korean cuisine. The book begins in Seoul, where the barbecue scene is pushing into new territory and where the city's third wave coffee culture is exploding. The tour continues with late-night food adventures in Los Angeles, my hometown, and stops into the kitchens of innovative chefs from New York City to Portland, who are putting modern spins on Korean classics. Recipes include giant short ribs, whole fried smash rockfish, and pineapple kimchi fried rice. I'm sad I didn't get to name the foods, and you did. <laughs> Korea World is essential reading for anyone curious about the future of food. Available wherever books are sold. When you mean raw, bite into it like an apple. Yeah, okay, but when you mean raw, when you mean he was hitting raw, you mean not even steamed. Correct. Okay, so you're saying he he bought corn, ripped off the 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 stalk and the other the 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 husk was still on. It was it was like when husk you, it was on? exactly like eating a banana where you just peel the husk off around and then you just kind of take some bites. If the if it's fresh corn, like I love eating raw corn. I've just never seen anybody. It, it was like a nice. You know, when you're like in New York City, it's hot as balls. You know, the Mr. Softy truck rolls up, you know, you, you hunch down and you bite into it and it's like, oh, this is good. That person was doing that, but with just raw corn. Okay. And it was, it was kind of a nice vibe. <laughs> what was the, what was the look of this guy? Was, was he like regular, young, old? You're like, going to have to what? follow me on Instagram reels to check it out. <laughs> I definitely stopped and put my camera right in front of his face and started recording him eating corn on the street. But it was it was just a regular dude who was like having a hot hot day and walked past it and there's a sign that said fresh Long Island corn. I didn't know to... I didn't know that the beautiful <laughs> the beautiful Long Island was known for its corn. It was the first I had learned about this as well that oh, it was it was nice. known for. I mean, maybe it's not known for being a corn hub. Who knows? But it's something that I I almost I almost did it myself, but then I I feared looking like a fucking freak walking around just eating I mean, that this is corn. this is like i hear people i hear the tale of people eating t tomatoes like apples but i've never really seen it i've never seen that either you know, but people claim that you know they hit cookbook and it's just so fresh they can't wait till they get home <laughs> you know and they and they take a couple bites out of the tomato <laughs> uh raw or maybe you put a little salt on it or maybe you know but I, I just i'll pop a sun gold into my mouth and eat it but biting a into if it, if it's the tomato that i like you can't bite into it or it'll just explode skeet all over everywhere i know but unless I think, you have very sharp teeth I think, yeah <laughs> and i haven't had time to get my teeth sharpened this summer i know you're you've been so busy i haven't had time to get my teeth sharpened <laughs> yeah that i i the the corn did you talk to the corn guy or did you just no. video him without his consent i videoed him without his consent but he seemed to be down for it you know if you're if you're walking on the street eating corn like that you're a damn freak yeah you're asking you're asking for me to come up and ask hey can you show me the inside of your apartment <laughs> hey would it be hey, corn guy can you tell me about your Audemars? yeah actually just come back with me i'll cook you lunch <laughs> um <laughs> Those 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 videos are fucking crazy, man. Those videos are absolutely crazy. I actually live in a well underneath the city. <laughs> dude, this is pretty nice. Dude, dude, I actually have a floating subway car that I keep in the East River <laughs> that I'm able to live in. Why don't you come back and check it out? I live inside an abandoned Glossier <laughs> warehouse distribution center. <laughs> yeah, it's it's twenty five thousand square feet. I live there alone, and I have six Ferraris. I park inside of it. What do you do for a living? I'm a drone racer. Um, okay, so <laughs> I, I wanted to talk to you about your your new article newsletter um, about how Joe Budden is the only good podcast. And then to, do you do you think you consider this article to be writing about how long gone through the lens of? of hip-hop's joe budden no i think it's in so about many ways of the, course the, well i mean i guess i think about it two ways because you and i do this show together and you listen to tons of podcasts and like really like it and kind of i think it's very valuable for us for one of mm. us to be like that and i learn a lot mm -hmm. from you um whereas you studied at the school of hard knocks i just find mo i just can't really do it like i just don't have the interest that i used to have but for whatever reason joe and his cronies have stuck around and I think that it's just a, I, I just, I guess I wonder what other people in our position do. Like, is it, you know, I'm sure there's people that are similar to me and people that are similar to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, uh, I guess the people who, 
are more similar to you they just end up listening to bad bunny you know what i mean yeah i, I mean i like, i don't know i guess i like music i mean i think that the joe thing it went crazy on twitter um and it became this thing where like people are were debating you know just debating different host configurations and like arguing mm. with each other in the comments i didn't have to mute it um so it did it did strike a chord um but a lot of people didn't understand they were like this backhanded this this motherfucker talking shit and it's like no i'm not talking shit all that stuff is true he has a fake job at patreon he's rich as hell and he's got these kind of like Mm-hmm. not nobodies but he's just got his homies you know and that's what's so that's why it works is because it's not like a bunch of famous people trying to like you know prove something or promote anything it's literally a guy who's a fucking electrician and he's funny like that's cool <laughs> you know i'm glad that that exists you know who's not gonna do that harry and megan <laughs> no exactly exactly they're not gonna do they're not gonna have a plumber come in and and fix their the the shower and guest bathroom number 48 and be like this guy's pretty funny you ever uh you ever get in front of a mic before so it's That's never gonna happen no it's never gonna happen but i think that i think that yeah i mean i i so people were saying we're, we're coming for you saying like this is this is some kind of backhanded complimentary yeah article writing yeah which is like something that we hear a lot where it's like I like this thing, and can somebody tell me why? Despite everything, yeah. I like this. You know, I, I don't know. I, I thought it was pretty clear that like a lot of podcasts that are really popular, the reason is is that it's easy to listen to. I mean, that's what we hear about this show all the time. Is like a part of the appeal for someone is that it's easy to listen to, mm-hmm. and that Joe Budden is the exact same thing. It's three hours too long, uh, you know, or it's three hours long, not too long. <laughs> I mean, I listen to it, but you know what I mean. It's very long, and it and that's the thing. But right. but overall, it's not. It, I, it's no different than what we're doing, really. You know, it's it, we're basically doing the same thing. It's it's very long, but yeah, it, it, there there are. That's why I asked you the initial question because we do have a lot of similarities and through lines. It's just you know a different different demographic, I guess. But for every person out there who's you know working some job in a toll booth or whatever it is, and you literally have hours and hours to kill where you can listen to passive content while you're doing your job, they're they're thinking, wow, Joe Button have your show be 10 hours a day i'll listen to all of it this is yeah exactly this is indispensable priceless content that's making me no, not exactly. want to fucking think that, kill I think myself that but i mean the way people are responding the way they're invested in the in the characters because that was the whole point to me or, or a big point that i was trying to make is that like the other difference i think of that show is that it's um it's literally six people on mics like it's 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 it really is like Howard Stern like whack pack style. It's not like two NPR dorks edited down to the you know down to the minutiae. Mm-hmm. It's it's just yeah. like it's just like these guys bullshitting. You know what I mean? And it's six people, which is I mean they hit record, they hit stop, and we good. I've never heard. Of, I mean, I've never seen or heard of a show that has that many people on mics like at one time. Like it, it's it's no. I mean you know. So I think that's also a feat. Yeah, I think that's also like a differentiating factor. Um, but Joe himself did retweet it, uh, so I was feeling. Oh, did was, he? Well, that was that was kind of my follow up. Is have you? Was this a little bit of a an olive branch or a, a dog whistle to I mean, Mr. Button himself? It's been something I've been trying to. I've actually been trying to write something like this for a while because I I've been I've, you know because we talk about it that I love the show mm-hmm. and like people are often shocked by that because they either don't know it exists or or they're just like. Oh, you're telling me pump it up guys got a podcast and you listen to it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's usually the response. Um, but I think now right. it's gotten it's it's really popular. I mean, it's it's I believe it's like the number one number one podcast in whatever category it's in almost all the time. Um, so I, you know, I think it's like millions and millions of people are listening to it. So I think that 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 it's it's more relevant than it ever has been. And the the that category is people who work at Foot Locker. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah, yeah. The entire the every every yeah. <laughs> every guy in New Jersey that has Guys gone who to a strip sweep club. at barbershops. Uh, exactly, exactly. But look, man, I can't I can't say they're on vacation right now, but I I, I wonder if they're going to talk about it. I feel like they probably will. Let's hope so. I will get killed as like that corked up white boy who who don't get it maybe, but I I mean I thought it was positive because I like, I mean, I think I was expressing how I feel about it in a way, but it's positive. I mean, Mm -hmm. I like it. I listen to it. You know, it's hard to get our emotions out sometimes, isn't it? You know what I don't like, Jason, and I don't know if you've had a chance to listen to it, is that (laughs) abomination of a song that came out last week that's Bad Bunny and Travis Scott. 
Yeah, I listened to it once. Who else is on it? I just forgot. Uh, Bad Bunny, Travis Scott, and The Weeknd, right? That's right. That's right. Yes, it's Travis Scott's new single from his album, Utopia, <laughs> that if this is any indication of how it's going to go, it's about to be flop city for your boy. And I, th- do, you think those, do you think those three people, based on the song that you heard, they definitely were never in the room together. Do you think they even talked about it, or do you think this this was just like a producer and engineer dealing with all of them and putting it together, or do you think there's a group chat? It could be. It could be even more more uh, reduced down to like a, a couple months ago when the guy was making all the Drake songs with AI. Like this could easily have just been created by some random person in their mom's house in New Jersey, and they put it all together and. They signed off like, yeah, all right, this is good enough, isn't it? But isn't it very? It's it's very. It's very, I've never understood the appeal of Travis Scott. I mean, he has one song, and I, I know the live show is good, but I've actually seen moshing before, <laughs> so I'm all set. But the the like, I just this was really shocking to me. I was like, this is really bad, and like no one's talked about it. I mean, I think it is actually a flop. Yeah, I I, I feel. I mean, yeah, it's definitely a bad song. It's definitely a flop. It's it's throwaway shit, but. The for Travis Scott, the the main factor of his popularity and success is his live show energy, his turned up mosh pit, blah blah blah. And this is not a song that you can do that to whatsoever. You know, it's it's just like a song that you you, know, you would put on in the background at a, a Macy's makeup counter or something like that. Or just <laughs> yeah, dude, it's you know, just there's like nothing. It's, just it, nothing. it's useless music, but that. I don't think that Travis Scott's team and all the all the you know thousands of people who make millions of dollars off of him every day are are dumb enough to let something like this happen. I think it's more of a slow play. I'm sure there's going to be big bangers coming out for the no, album de- later. No, definitely, definitely, definitely. But I just I just like leading. It with doesn't that. seem it doesn't seem like a big first single type of song on paper with the algorithm it does with everybody involved but i'm wondering just throwaway verses over mid-tempo shit i'm wondering when we're going to get to the point where like the performative bad bunny feature is not necessary anymore you know it's like we i like it's such a clear Mm. like we got to get that latin market dog like that is a hundred percent what that is like there is no way yeah like there's no other reason for it it doesn't make sense like you know i i think that yeah this is this should be the end it's that it's the same reason why travis scott probably has a song with a a, a member of bts totally yeah you know what i mean there's a new jeans travis scott don't come for new jeans don't come for new jeans but yeah same no i've I've never I've never listened to New Jeans. I'll be honest with you, but um, but I, we, yeah. Thank you for your honesty. You blew me away with that. I was I was under the assumption that you streamed it constantly. Um, yeah, I, and and it's a shame because you hear that song and you're listening to it, and then you know, just weeks ago we were listening to Lily Rose Depp sing a weekend song on on HBO's The Idol, and. We didn't know what we had. Everyone was yeah. making fun of that song, like, "Oh, it's cheesy, it's bad." You listen to that, and that's the best weekend song. Oh, it has. I would much rather listen to that than than this this thing, this this Bad Bunny thing. That's for sure. You know what? I, you know what else I'd rather listen to is Will I Am featuring Britney Spears. Does that slap? I haven't had a chance to kind of cue that up in the AirPods. Oh. Is it actually? Oh. Is it actually good? Hold on, oh. I can't tell where you're going with this. It's you can't really put it into words because it it is everything. It's both good and bad. But this the song is called "Mind Your Business." Okay, and it's like pretty much just Will I Am and Britney Spears saying "Mind Your Business, Bitch." Okay, over and over again, over like uh, like an LMFAO demo, a classic Will I Am beat, <laughs> a classic Will I Am beat, but. There's something so pure and awful about it that makes it good and camp. I guess. I mean, it, it, this is this is twenty thousand times more divisive than Troy Sivan's rush for for the gay community. I need to listen because most people most people find it awful. But then, like the most fucked up people, my tribe are are low key kind of like, damn, this is. I need to so listen. Good. I just feel like again, like no one was talking about it. So it it that to me, I mean, like yeah. the Troy Savon thing got so much attention, partly because of the video, sure. and partly because 
he's the coolest guy on earth because when they ask why there's no fat people in it he was like we just weren't really thinking about that (laughs) (laughs) which is he he was literally like i don't know dude we were just making a video like his response was literally like i just wanted to make this video and we were like kind of doing it i wasn't like trying to check off every box to make you people happy was basically was basically what he said but i think that song the video really i mean the song is like definitely gonna be bigger than the britney spears while i am oh yeah that's for sure but i I think that song it it was it was divisive because people are like i really like this and then 50 percent of the people said it's kind of mid so that's like that's the perfect setup for virality where everyone has to have their take and you have to listen to it to have that take but with this one it's so it's almost universally panned as just awful i mean i I brought up the band anal cunt earlier in the show like (laughs) It's the same reason why I might like that music because every single person is disgusted by it. Yeah, that's not anal cunts, not for everybody. That's for sure. Um, and and I'm sure that actually, you know, to bring it full circle, I'm sure Travis Scott has actually worn an anal cunt shirt uh, on stage yeah. um, that he paid, yeah. you know, seven hundred for. Um, but th- that is that is that is that's that's where we're at today. That's where that's where our society and lies. He was like, "Damn, anal cunt! This shirt is trippy." <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. It's like kind of crazy. Um, yeah. <laughs> Y'all are crazy. Yeah, y'all are crazy. I wanted to also talk about, or I'm 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 surprised I made it almost an hour in the show without calling you a war criminal for saying something <laughs> I didn't like, <laughs> bro. <laughs> you fucked up again, <laughs> man. What what? So Big L took an L on this one, right? This is the thing, dude. I I don't know what. I think Boy Genius just got too big. Hmm. Like, I think they just got too big, and it's like, th- dude, they're playing MSG. Is there a through line between Boy Genius's meteoric rise to commercial success and Greta Gerwig coming out of the indie darling status and, and hoisted into the mainstream in a way that we, or I guess at a clip that we're not comfortable with, and that's why we're lashing out? All right, so so if you if you for the uninitiated, Lucy Dacus, uh, the, the the singer and songwriter and member of Boy Genius. Um, the the boy a boy genius song was included on Obama's fake playlist mm-hmm. that his interns and daughters make, and she retweeted the playlist with the caption "war criminal," mm-hmm. um, <laughs> referring for, referring to former President Barack Obama, which is funny. Just because Barry let the drone spray a little bit, <laughs> what president doesn't? Yeah, what is he supposed to? What is he supposed to do? He's the fucking president. Uh, the fact that she, I mean, I just think people were like. Because it's gotten, I mean, after that thing that happened, the thing that happened in Toronto was really funny. You know, where they're mad about broken, so they're like, there was a whole, all the fans were mad that broken social scene was playing and like calling them like old white men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Shoot>. <laughs> yeah. And I, I just think it's, I, I just think that like it, it's pandering to the crowd a little bit is, is, I don't know, man. It just seems insane to tweet that. Some, sometimes the space can be too safe. Is yeah. What literally, I've literally, found. Like, and, and, and growing up in these worlds, you need to sometimes be in a dangerous space or else you will, you know, you will be wearing your metaphorical helmet gloves and mask for the rest of your life, living in, living in fear or whatever. You know, sometimes you gotta just fall in the dirt and scrape your knee and have something bad happen to you. As long as everyone is safe and okay and, uh, you know, there's no real serious damage, but that really is part of life. Just, just doing that is being in a, a situation that's not always. But safe. doing that to me is like, what do you want from this? Like, do you think, like, are your fans extreme enough to think this is like you making a bold political statement, or are they even like, all right, you got to chill? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because it's like, I- <laughs> or or did Boy Genius's record label algorithm tell her to? Re- tweet that oh definitely not no 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 this is this is (laughs) this is definitely like i am i feel so empowered now i'm famous i'm rich we we've like we stand for something as a group and i'm going to continue to do that and it's just like it's just like where does it end like it's the equivalent of uh uh let's say john ham is sitting at the bar over at um 
He's over at Little Dom's. He's nursing a Negroni. Yeah. Big L walks in. He sends sends slides a martini over to her. She walks over and pours it on top of the head. That's that's what she's doing, which is like yeah. It's fine if this person has personally wronged you and is uh, truly a devil, but you know, Barry as far as the the crow flies, that's about as good of a and a solid of a guy as we're going to get for a mainstream person let alone a politician yeah i wonder what politicians she actually sides with like is there, <laughs> is there anyone extreme enough to get the support of lucy dick you know what i mean is there any politician is bernie even not far enough right how anarchy are you yeah it's also yeah it's it, i i don't know i i think it's all very funny but i think she got fucking killed for it because it's just so it's just like so stupid like it's just so, so stupid. It's so stupid. yeah. We got to draw the line. We got to draw the and line. It's, it, it's interesting how where where that line is drawn for everyone. Where you can you can get ratioed and people can lose faith in you by having the correct opinion, but just in a way that's so extreme that it becomes dorky. It's it's so dorky. It's so dorky. We don't want to. It's like a it's like a face tattoo. Back in the day, saying something like that was true anarchy, and nowadays, it's like all right, bro. <laughs> We all we all know that like politics is bad and our our world and humanity is run off of the military industrial complex. Yeah, go go live a little. Go. You're a millionaire. Have a little fun. Yeah, I know you still drive a Prius because you want to keep it real, but you're too rich for all this shit. You're too rich for all this shit. If you're selling out MSG, like don't even. Why are you Why are you worried about politics at all? <laughs> Let's be real. You need to worry about what time your gardeners come in. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what time your garden is coming? Did I forget to close the gate before <laughs> we go to Glasgow? Oh my god. Yeah, like you should be wor- you should be worried about like all your custom orange amplification shipping to the right address. Like this is not this is not your problem. That being anymore. said, Lucy, come on the pod. <laughs> Let's chat about it. I mean, you're welcome here. I heard she's really funny actually. Lucy's got a voice of a fucking angel. I mean, she's unbelievable. She's well, she's, she's an amazing talent. Like the music, but man, I mean, you know, we've all made mistakes on Twitter. That's no secret. We have. You know who did not make a mistake in uh, a fashion yes in a sea of no's? Drake wearing dog masks. So wearing wearing the rubber scale doggy mask. Well, this is for this is because his new album is is called For My Dogs. So he's doing this is a little promo for him. What a perfect excuse, isn't it? Yeah, but I He's I, like I can finally wear these in public. You know he has a collection of exactly. them that he I've wears. I made all these It's in the NDA. Yeah, I made all these thick thick chicks from Houston wear these, but now I can finally wear them. <laughs> <laughs> he said I made Jay Prince wear one of these, but but now it's my turn. <laughs> No, but I think oh that my God. yeah, him leaving the Mark Hotel uptown. They're all staying uptown. It, it's interesting. Like I, 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 for this this run of shows, um, where else is he going to stay? Yeah, I don't stay know. at the Ace in Williamsburg. What's going on? No, I'm just saying. I don't think he was staying at the Mark or the Carlisle last tour. It was probably like Bowery or Greenwich. Maybe I would guess Mercer, or maybe there's that there's that like Four Seasons that's like downtown where a lot of people stay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Mercer. Uh, but yeah, I, I Drake is wearing a plastic dog mask from like Amazon. I don't know if that's Amazon. Oh, I think that's like. I mean, maybe it's costume shop, but it ain't custom. I like to think that it's more of a high, a higher. It dollar could be. Item. It could be Heidi Klum Halloween party vibes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It could be. It could be. But the, I think um, it looks great because because Drake always is dressed bad. Like he always has the goofiest outfits, and like he's a, he's wearing on stage wearing these like leather like blouses that have like a cinch belt on them or something like that like yeah it's called a bulletproof vest but yeah sure i mean he's 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 dressed like a guy that bruce lee is gonna beat up in a film you know like in in like a no that's that's true in a late 70s early 80s film like you know a guy with a red leather gi and you could see his like (laughs) tattoo (laughs) on his rib rib bone of like a bird flying or something I don't know if anyone's looking at him like, damn, I want to get a slice of that. They all, they are smeared on my sourdough. Did you listen to the Central C freestyle that they did together? I did not. No, I've I've seen little clips where he says, uh, "combination, combination." Uh, yeah, it's it's it's. Is the song good? You like it? It's not a song. It's a fake freestyle. Um, I I don't really listen to Central C. I don't really get it. But I was he was very swaggy and cool. I I really liked his whole delivery. And I, I also He's hot right now. I'm gonna crib some Drake bars and kind of 
use you because there's there's a bar about how if if Chubbs reaches for his Chanel side bag, like you should be scared. <laughs> and luckily for us, jeans and Chubbs because you're about to get a treat. Uh, I think you're about to get a uh, a two piece, and, and it's from a nine millimeter handgun is what is what he's saying. Right. So I think, but it's easy to kind of replace Chubbs with jeans. You know, so since we're going to Toronto soon, I'm going to kind of be, I've got a lot of stuff in the chamber. So I, I hope you're bringing your, oh, your Chanel purse with you. I will have to see which one of Carolyn's pieces I can borrow for this adventure. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. getting a, getting a gun into Canada is not going to be easy. No, no, we'll have one. I'll, I'll, I'll take care of that. Don't worry about that. Oh, thank God. Yeah. You <laughs> won't have to because... bring it. You won't have to bring it. Cause I'm kind I'm, you know, it's they'll already have flagged. One. Yeah, they'll have one waiting for you uh, when we get there, um, and we'll just kind of put it in the Chanel and kind of go from there. Chubbs, um, you think Chubbs can get that fat finger on the trigger? Oh, Chubbs is Chubbs is the coolest guy in the clique besides me. Um, how long gone? Uh, there's a um, <laughs> there's <laughs> we got a yeah. I'm going to go. I'm going to see Drake on Tuesday at the at MSG, so I'll have a full so report. Fun. We can talk about that at our live show in Toronto on Friday. Yeah. Few more tickets left. Can't wait to come see y'all. Yeah, can't wait to be back. We're doing. We're gonna do something at the at the Better Gift Shop uh, store um, on the Thursday to celebrate the the collab. Uh, more info on that this week. Yeah. We get to sell it. We we get to have a collab and have Branzino Carpaccio on the same day. I mean, it's a it's a damn motion picture up there and and somebody pinch in, me in Toronto. But yeah. Um, more info on that, and then we'll see you in London, uh, the 4th and 5th at the 100 Club. Um, 4th is sold out. 5th is very close to selling out. Uh, get tickets if you're in, if you're across the pond. Yeah. And we'll have the ticket link for uh, for Copenhagen this week. Um, so we'll see you guys in Europe. More podcasting this week as well. Don't worry. Uh, don't worry. Yeah, thank you guys for listening. We hope you have a blessed week. Stay cool. Mm-hmm. If you're in one of those parts of the world, that's too hot if all of our phoenix how long gone listeners stay strong for all our for all our listeners in saudi arabia where it was 152 over the weekend i'm sorry to hear that um but how long gone will keep you cool as long as your airpods don't melt um how long gone.com is the website uh we'll talk to you soon Au revoir. Too much watching, watching, watching me, watching, watching you. Manjo be, manjo be, manjo be, manjo be, manjo be, manjo be.